0: My guest today is completely focused on the concept that you have a choice and every choice is really quite a simple one and it's been great talking with him to find out how can we actually activate this choice. Now I'm not saying too much because I don't want to give it away, but really it is quite an easy thing to do or not, it's really up to you. Let's have a conversation and find out from this man who has built up an empire of pharmacists, then gone on to inspire other small, medium-sized businesses, and now runs his own global business from home under lockdown, as many of us have had to do. Let's go to the show. Welcome to the Get More Success Show
1: the man's success by the size of his wife. Let's go! It's showtime. 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 And now here is your host Warwick Mary
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Get more Success Show. I'm your host Warwick Mary. Now today we have a man who has what we need in, in this weird time that we're living through. He is a pharmacist. He's got drugs. Well, in fact, he's not a pharmacist. He was, and that he made a successful career in terms of creating and selling businesses. But then one day he decided, you know, for the last 30 years, I've thought it'd be great to be a black belt. It'd be easy to do, easy not to do. And it was up to him to make that choice. He made that choice. And from there has built a huge business in terms of inspiring others and giving people the tools they need to make things happen, regardless of what's going on around them. Just what we need. Please welcome to the show, Peter Turing. And Peter, great to have you here. Oh,
1: wow. A little bit excited this morning, Warwick, having this chance just to have a chat to you, my friend. Really, thanks so much for this opportunity.
0: Absolute pleasure. And I'm going to start with the same question i start with everyone, and that is, for a man who's done so much and achieved so much, how do you define success?
1: Oh, wow. There's an in-your-face question to start off with. Success. Uh, look, I actually look at it in a couple of different ways. You know, for me, success is... Being, with, with whatever talent I have, with whatever ability I have, is optimizing it. Is, it's, I, I, I don't think of myself in terms of success. I want to be better today than I was yesterday. But it also, you know, so there's sort of like one definition for me, not how good I am, but how good I should be with the ability that I've got and really optimising that. But the other thing too is is bringing to life the things that matter most in my life. You know, if I can be a great dad, um, a great, you know, husband, a great grandfather, I mean, I love my family. So it's focusing on what matters most to me, my health and my fitness, uh, having fun, my lifestyle, my uh, work in the community, uh, charitable stuff and so on. So for me, success is about bringing to life the things that matter most to me on the one hand and the other thing is obviously optimising Whatever talent i 've got is bringing it to to maximizing that does that make sense
0: yeah yeah yeah, very much so and i love I love the the impact on family and your circle of influence that 's fantastic I, I want to go a bit deeper on something though you talked about um, being able to do the things you should be able to do or to do yeah. those things good how much when does that ever end like uh, because if for me it's like if you're i should be able to do this i should push a bit more i should be able to do that does that ever end And in a time like at the moment where most people are in lockdown some are like wow great time let's do amazing things and others are like it's a world pandemic my head is about to explode so how do you balance the what you should be doing with how how do i be present
1: Wow, that's just such a huge, huge question, mate. Because emotion, you know, it kind of takes over a little bit at this point in time, doesn't it? And and not just well, let's talk about any stressful time or any time when you feel challenged. You know, you, your mind wanders all over the place, and you can. It's so easy to focus on the things that you can't do. For me, life is a choice, and my philosophy on life, as you know, centres around easy to do, easy not to do. And it's I think it is so. It's been incredibly powerful for me because it keeps me honest to stay focused on the things that I can do rather than the things that I can't do. And right now, there are lots of things that I can't do. So for me, it's constant looking at the things that I can bring to life. Uh, And uh, and for me to be proud of that, Yeah, we can really always be hard on ourselves, But I think that one of the really important things is around celebrating small successes, you know, getting into the game, taking those small steps and, and enabling yourself to feel good about that and not being so tough on yourself all of the time. Get in the game and feel really... You know what it's like. You make that phone call, the one you've been putting off, and you just feel so much better about yourself. You talk about your health and fitness goals, two sit-ups and two push-ups. I'm in the game. A, a challenge relationship, you know, get, sending a message saying, I, I love you and I'm thinking of you. It's those small steps. And then once we start taking those consistently over time, it leads to massive results in anything that we do. But catch yourself some slack. Have the courage to get in the game and take those small steps irrespective of what's going on around us. You know, we tend to use situations as reasons why not to do things. And I try and turn it and find it into reason. You and me are a fabulous example of that. Challenging times have brought us together. And we're both smiling because we have, it's only our imagination that's going to hold us back from doing something extraordinary together. Opportunity. So
0: I'm really interested in your philosophy of easy to do, easy not to do, you know, you get to choose. So, where did that come from?
1: You know, it's come out of my mouth forever. You know, I don't think that anything... I, I, look, I don't think any of us have, um, have invented the wheel, clearly, and sometimes we put our own spin on different things. But I know that 20 years of speaking, you know, I own, as you said before, you know, retail pharmacies for 20 years, and... Uh, in today's life, travelling the world speaking, I've always spoken about easy to do, easy not to do. And the thing that's always come back to me, people will send me messages from all around the world, whether it's presidents of companies or 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 the janitors of buildings or it doesn't people that see that seems to be the thing that resonates that they'll come back to me and say Pete you drive me insane it's, it's pouring with rain outside and I'm that's the reason why not to go for a walk and all I can hear is you saying well easy to do easy not to do so I'm out and I'm drenched and I'm loving it and I'm, I'm jumping in puddles I'm having more fun than I ever thought that I could walking in the rain and it's all because of your freaking easy to do easy not to do your choice But it keeps me honest too. That's the whole point of it, all right? How dare I talk about it if I'm not doing it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so was there a a turning point for you? I mean, like in your your promotion material and stuff you talk about, you know, when you went and decided to get that black belt, was before that you would favour the easy not to do? And this was just like now's the time and some of the discipline around martial arts, has that shaped you to, to be like this? Or have you always been part of you subconsciously?
1: I think that the martial arts is a story that sits under easy to do, easy not to do. Uh, I had a dream as an eight-year-old little boy to achieve a black belt in martial arts, you know. I think every little kid, wanted to be like Bruce Lee. But I, I didn't have the courage to get into the game until I turned 36. So I found lots of reasons why not to do it between the age of eight and 36. And it was a simple act of easy to do that effectively changed my personal and my professional life. And that was making a phone call, a simple phone call. How easy to do is that? to book my first lesson. The two things actually that changed my professional and my personal life uh, both involved uh, one of my kids, you know, my oldest boy, Jamie. At the age of six, we started martial arts together. He was six, I was 36. And I then started coaching his junior Australian rules football team. And what's really interesting is that, like everybody else, I was busy, you know, a wife, three kids, three pharmacies at the time. And we sometimes had to challenge ourselves in our lives and find... A reason or find a way to say yes as opposed to always saying no. Once you say no to something, that's the lazy person's easy way out. Now, my brain shuts down. I stop being creative or innovative and I just push it away. But once I say yes, I will coach that football team. I was so busy, but it's amazing how you find a way. And it's by focusing on small steps that are easy to do, but are also easy not to do. So, yeah, when I stop and think, all the major things in my life are just stories that sit in underneath, easy to do, easy not to do. That's my philosophy.
0: What have been some of the big challenges for you to embrace this philosophy in in, in troubled times? Um, and I'm not just talking what we're going through now, but I'm sure at points in your life, there might have been a whole lot of issues going on. What have been some of the challenges to saying yes when everything is screaming, say No.
1: Well, let's go back to even as a young pharmacist. You know, I bought a pharmacy in an area in Melbourne where there were six pharmacies in one tiny retail strip and mine was a small boutique business taking on the big brands and I was told, whatever you do, don't buy that business. In fact, I'd never heard, you know, in my... um, When I sought guidance and counsel from the business legends of the day, I'd never heard the two F words used so frequently when I asked them for what do they think. They said, Pete, if you continue down this path to buy that business, you would be a complete fool. And if you're foolish enough to do that you will fail. And that's all I heard was full fail. That's, But honestly, genuinely taking care of people is easy to do. It's easy not to do. You know, sending somebody a message, dropping a parcel off on your way home, um, creating environments that brings the best out in people is by small acts of kindness on an ongoing basis. And we turned those six pharmacies in that one retail strip over the next bunch of years into only two of us, surviving and thriving. And really, I'm not smart enough to complicate things. If you think about it, for 20 years, I sold jelly beans and razor blades. That's what I did. But we genuinely took care of people by focusing on small steps that were really anybody could have done, but nobody did do because they were hiding behind their marketing and their advertising while we were being brilliant at the basics, the way we greeted people and made them feel really welcome in our shop, the way we took care of them. And so these are all easy to do steps. And the way we thanked them for doing business with us was really just building a bridge to the next time for them to come back in. It's just more steps.
0: Some people would say that Doing a lot of these things, you know going out of your out of your way, um, spending extra money on stuff to to show your appreciation that it costs you money costs you time, and does it pay off it's, oh, it's' it's not worth it we'll just do the normal. What would you say to people who are thinking that it's just not worth the effort?
1: well, I think it brings back to really what I talk about so much today is that if everything's important, then nothing's important. So let's really let's really focus on what matters most to you. And if if, if, if taking care of people matters to you, then bring it to life. If it, if it doesn't matter all that much, then you're not going to do it. If it's so difficult, uh, then you won't do it. You'll push it away. It's, if that's not your purpose in life, don't do it. Find something that gives you joy. As you and I know, it takes a lot less energy to do what you love doing than to do what gives you grief. Don't do it. But then, but don't tell me it's important, you know, to you because. Working with me, you know, I do. I do a lot of you know, coaching and mentoring. If you tell me your health and fitness is important to you, then I don't want to catch you out, mate, um, eating, you know, fourteen donuts at the back of a building, because I'm going to think there's a bit of a disconnect. If you tell me that your partner is important to you, your wife is important to you, and I catch you, you know, um, smoking cigarettes and drinking and beers with boys in the pub, you know, night after, I'm going to start to think there's a disconnect. But if those things matter to you, then stay focused on the things that matter in your life. And, and, and that's where I talk about, you know, that's the choices that we make. It's always about the doing, but focusing on what matters most to you. Because what success is to you and what success is to me may be two totally different things. That's okay.
0: Hey, um, so I know I've got some nieces and nephews and some young people in my life who are almost overwhelmed by choice and they actually don't know not what they want to be when they grow up, because I know 60-year-olds who don't know what they want to be when they grow up, but they don't know what's important to them. They haven't chosen or they don't feel it. And even myself, you know, there's been times that I'm like, I'm not sure how important this is to me. How how do you get, how do you choose what counts to you? Like you were saying that looking after people and treating people well is really important to you and it's something that's one of the, obviously one of the core values that you have. So how do you discover these things that are that important to you?
1: Man, I think it's always about the doing. It's, it's. I think that, it, and even you know, almost failing forward by 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 getting out there and having a crack at it. And uh, you know, it's like you know, in I mean, I know you're talking about kitties right now, and of course they're going to do and explore lots of things, and they seem to much be much more um, prepared to take risks. So to speak, you know, they'll just do things, whereas we become more set in our ways when we stop the doing. But you and I, this is a, an act of courage. Now, you know, this collaboration is coming together, having this chat, and there's no, there's no pressure on either of us to do massive things going forward. But but who knows? And it's only by doing this and this new experience that we we're learning and growing together and i think what's really important you talk you talk about success is having a vested interest in each other's success you know that the old you know stephen covey you know the 7 habits of highly effective people one of the habits was seek first to understand and then to be understood so for me to really discover from you what matters most to you uh, before i start dumping all my stuff on you and then just maybe i can add value to what you're doing with no thought of anything coming back but just maybe that to, together, you get a sense of I'm working with you, and now you're working with me, and together we can be bigger and stronger together. But the key is to get into the game. It's the only way we learn. Have the courage to get in the game. And so, is it that, that helpful? Yeah, that,
0: that, with, that, good. It's you know, for basically, what you're saying is it's you know, action is the magic word, not words are the magic action. So you've got to do something and and embrace the action. And and even if at the end of the action is you know what. I really don't like this, I don't, they, this. at least then know, and then you can go, I'll put my energies elsewhere.
1: And that's the whole point, isn't it? You get that feedback, and it might be feedback, you know, this is not for me, or those three magic questions, oh, not bad, but what do I need to do more? What do I need to do better? What do I need to do differently? But the big question that's serving me at the moment, I'm a lot of, I got lots of questions, you know, like, I'm, I'm, From a technology point of view, you're going to teach me so much. So I've got to ask myself, what new skills will I need? What new knowledge will I need? But the big question, as you've heard me ask before, is who else do I need on my team, particularly at this point right now? Okay, I want to be um, outstanding at what I'm supposed to be outstanding at because that's what gives me my greatest joy, but who else do I need on my team so that together – and I know that you and I are having this discussion stuff's going to come off on the outside of this that neither of us will have thought about before. But that's only, that, that only can only happen if you have the courage to get into the game. There'll be challenges. We've got to rise to those challenges. But if we're going to be remarkable coming out the other side, we have to have the courage to make a start. And to your point about, can I just make that la, the one last little thing about, your, about action, the other point about your action is that the more you do, the more confidence that gives you, and the more confident you are, the more you seem to do. They go hand in hand.
0: And that's it. It's the best way to learn is by doing. And so you give it a crack and if it doesn't work, you're like, okay, what do I do differently, as you were saying? Um, And I think we're seeing that more and more now because people are locked at home. And so therefore they've got to do something. And those who are embracing it and giving it a a crack and failing, uh, progressing faster than those who are waiting for the world to go back to normal because it's not going to.
1: Yeah I, don't, I I don't even like the word failing. You know I, it, it's 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 the learning but then going again. Okay, don't sit back. And look I mate please understand. Look I'm not I'm speaking to me at the same time as I'm speaking to you and speaking to your your community and my community really. Please don't think don't follow me around thinking I do this stuff all the time, but I'm getting better at it and the more I talk about it, it just embeds it. Yeah. But the only way that I can learn is by doing. So it's Failing but failing forward, failing with purpose, with real meaning. You know, I want to get my message out globally. So how do I do that? And if it's not what I've been doing, I've got to find different ways of doing it. And maybe maybe doing it with Warwick Merry is going to fast track it for me and I'll have so much more fun doing it together than doing it by myself. But the only way is by getting in the game.
0: And I think part of that also highlights the point that you don't have to be an expert on everything. You don't have to know everything. If you have someone who is strong in that area, then it's great. Like that's your responsibility. I'll just, for example, sit at the end of the microphone, you get everything else set up. um, And so you can use, not use, but get benefit from other people's experiences being on that team. So who are some of the core people on your team?
1: I'm like, I look at you I mean really I mean even 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 setting this up you're having a giggle at me you have to send me a link and say look just press that button and press that button but unless you actually work with me and nurture me and have just a little bit of patience with me then when we get behind the microphones I'll give you everything I've got but that's what this is about you know I'm learning all of the time you know You and I know that in our roles we need to be a source of inspiration, and I know a gentleman who actually wrote a book about inspiration, Um, and, and, and you and I are a source of inspiration to other people, but, gosh, isn't it beautiful when we're inspired by others and there's inspiration all around us. You know, I'm inspired by, you know, my little granddaughter sent me a video over the weekend. She calls me Papa and she thinks I'm hilarious. That's her word for me. In time, she'll learn that I'm actually very silly, but she's only five years of age. And I was so inspired by what she sent to me. You know, And I'm thinking, well, there's one thing to be inspired, but it's turning that inspiration into application. You know what I mean? It's moving from inspiration to implementation or from inspiration to application. It's about the doing you know, as I know this is very cliched, but it's not what you know, it's what you do with what you know. And I think that you and I encouraging and cheering and supporting and listening to each other gives us a chance to do something massive together, bigger and stronger and better than what either one of us could do by ourselves. So when you ask me who the people on my team, I'm working with guys at the moment around rebranding and repositioning. And there's lots of people that I'm inspired by.
0: So when it comes to all these different things that you're doing what sort of preparation do you do like how how much uh planning and and you know and analysis do you do before taking some of the big steps
1: uh, ridiculous i don't think anybody would believe um having and I, you're a funny man because i admitted <laughs> <laughs> before we came on in, today, when I, uh, when I said to you, mate, I love this because we're going absolutely cold and I pride myself on preparation. And for this call, I've done nothing. I've done none because I just wanted to really go raw and just speak from the heart. But certainly in my speaking going on stage, I don't think anybody would believe how much time I invest in preparation for an hour's keynote or for an hour and a half or for a day's workshop. Um, massive preparation. I mean, that's respect to the people that I'm, who I'm working with. Uh, if you were going to come and, and speak to, in, in my days of owning pharmacies, at least do your homework I know who my competition is, know what my goals are. This is where I am today, but where do I aspire to be? Okay, let's work together to bridge that gap. I mean, and, and it's not difficult to do your homework and that's something that you control. The two things that you control 100%, but these are not negotiable for me. The two things you control 100% are your attitude and your effort. It doesn't matter what the person on your left, your right, in front, behind is thinking, feeling. If you allow that to impact on you, that's your core. But you control your attitude 100% and you control what you put into it. anything, your effort, your work ethic, 100%. And that's, that includes preparation. And for me, preparation is a not negotiable. Do it.
0: And with... Your business. What are you? And this is sort of a shortcut for anyone who's listening. What are the things that you wish you'd known or done sooner, looking back over your years in pharmacy, your years in business, then and your years now doing the speaking and training that you do? What do you wish you'd known or done sooner?
1: I, I wish I was better at asking for help. I wish I was better at asking for help. I. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, this is a gross generalisation, but I think uh, my My generation, we're not all that good at asking for help. Growing retail pharmacies, uh, I just worked really, really hard. You know, I'm talking seven days a week, like most of us did, you know, way back then. It's just what we did. But... The time was different. The harder you work, the more money you made. That certainly doesn't... Uh, that's not directly proportional today. We understand that. So working smarter, etc. But even now, even as a speaker, when I sold my pharmacies, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was the slow boat to China. Had I... Had, had you and I come together way back then or when we first started, I, it would have been very, very different. Um, I, so for me, overwhelmingly, the thing that I wish that I was better at is asking for help. So I'll say it again, through the questions that I ask. Are, what new skills do I need? What, you, what, you know, what, you know, what new knowledge do I need? So that's about taking responsibility, okay? I, I'm accountable, but who else do I need on my team is about asking for help. And to your point, you know, enabling me to be outstanding at what I'm supposed to be outstanding at, but just maybe there are other people better at a whole lot of other things than I am. Let's tap into it and maybe look at how we can collaborate and do it together.
0: So what does the future hold for Peter Turin, massive speaker, legend, extraordinaire, when you're looking forward, uh, what's the future hold for your business?
1: For me, it's about taking my philosophy in life, easy to do, easy not to do, uh, global. I don't think it's, uh, there's ever been a greater reason, cause to do it than uh, in today's world, for people to, to, to break down choosing easy to do means focusing on what you can do rather than on what you can't do and it's the first step to achieving anything in your life but it's also the second step and the third step and that and you, you you get the picture and really what i've learned mate over the years is that the best in the world the best at anything the best individuals the best organizations Learn to find it easy to do the things that others find easy not to do. And I just want to get on stage, whatever that stage looks like, a virtual stage and in your face, whatever it may be, and really work with people and embed that philosophy into their lives, their lives at home, their lives at work, their lives at play. It's got everything to do with business, but it's got nothing to do with business. But easy to do, easy not to do has everything to do with life.
0: Yeah, it really is that... um a holistic message of no matter what your choices are, you know, they're really up to you and you get to experience the benefits of those choices. If you take action.
1: That's it. That's exactly the whole point. It's choosing to do all right. And somebody once said something along the lines that you, you know, you haven't truly decided until you've taken action. And it's really, I'll say again, having the courage to get into the game. Yes. In that game, whatever the game is, there will be challenges. So it's rising to those challenges but to come out the other side, whether you, you know it's the word success or being remarkable, what does that actually look like? And to me, that's all about the small steps that you take consistently over time that sets you up to be remarkable, yeah. the courage to choose easy to do as opposed to easy not to do.
0: Fantastic. Peter, thank you so much for your time today. If people want to get in touch with you to find out more about you, how to get you on their stages or in front of their teams, what's the best way to get in touch?
1: The website is peterturen. T-H-U-R-I-N.com or follow me on LinkedIn. Also, I've got a setting up a little um, uh, part on LinkedIn where people can share their easy-to-do stories. You know, the more stories we share, uh, then the more ideas go around. I just think it's a a beautiful way of learning and growing together. So, PeterTurin.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Peter Turin. Easy to do, easy not to do.
0: Fantastic. And that's Turin spelled T-H-U-R-I-N.
1: Thank you, mate.
0: Thank you, so Thank you so much today, Peter. It's been fantastic chatting with you.
1: Mate, um, I, I can't wait. I'm already counting slips until we can do it again. Thanks.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of the Get More Success Show. I'm your host, Warwick Merry. I look forward to your company next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening and until next time, enjoy your success.